There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Charlie. Times are pretty nuts right now. And we feel like, more than ever, the music must go on. So, here we are. Welcome to Switched on Pop. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. And I'm musicologist Nate Sloan. Nate, today I want to take a listener request. Great. I'm Maisa. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> I'm a student. Maisa started listening about a year ago and went through most of her back catalog of episodes. I began to wonder if there was one on Bad Bunny. So I requested one <laughs> through DM basically <laughs> every month since then. <laughs> Every single month, Maita reminds me. Yeah, that is persistent. I love it. We need to cover Bad Bunny. Maita loves Bad Bunny. Yeah. He's the 26-year-old Puerto Rican Latin trap artist who has made a spectacular globe-crossing career. And for those of us just getting introduced to Bad Bunny, I asked Maita to tell me a bit about his backstory. He started off as a student in the Universidad de Puerto Rico. He studied audiovisual communications he was a bagger at a supermarket, and then he started off putting content through SoundCloud. His song Delays that he put on SoundCloud was this moody track that helped define his sound. Latin instruments, raunchy lyrics, skittering hi-hats and 808 beats. Hmm. Delays actually landed him a record deal, and then he goes on to become an essential featured artist that really helped build his name. He gained a lot of recognition with the song Mayores. Here we get that reggaeton dembo rhythm rounding out his trap sound and gaining him recognition, especially in his home territory. That's when he started being played in local radio in Puerto Rico, which is a very big deal. And not long after, his sound goes global with a crucial collaboration. In summer 2018, he worked with Cardi B and J Balvin in I Like It. The song was nominated for a Grammy. He goes on to collaborate with J-Lo, who he later performs with at the Super Bowl right. alongside Shakira and Jay Belvin. But before his big game moment, people might have heard his hit Mia with Drake. Right after that, he puts out his first album. And then... He dropped Por Siempre in 2018, and ever since then, he's had a huge impact on Puerto Rican society. People started dressing like him. (laughs) On his first record, Bunny established that he could blur between reggaeton, trap, Latin ballads, and even pop punk. 
He inspired a lot of people in the process. Now Bunny has released a second solo album. I'm going to butcher Spanish for the rest of the episode, and I apologize as a non-native speaker. Uh, his album is Joe Ago Loque Me De La Gana, which is Spanish for I Do What I Want. Mm. And the entire album is actually currently on the Billboard's hot Latin chart. The whole album. Whoa. Every song. And the record spans some truly surprising territory. Maita told me that her favorite song on the record is Si Vayo Atumama. For me, like, the background music resembles, like, elevator waiting music. And the song is about a breakup and how after a breakup you're kind of, like, in this weird state. You're trying to get over the person and see the person moving on. So it's kind of weird. And you're kind of, like, waiting for something. So I guess the elevator music in the background mirrors that weird stage in life after a breakup it's brilliant like if that's the whole purpose of the of the background music it's brilliant and i I love it i love this idea you can't get over an ex and you're sitting around Mm. waiting in a waiting room just waiting for things to change (laughs) in the background you have this sound which I know for me it sounds really familiar. Like what? Yeah. What is this thing? Yeah, this uh, this kind of elevator music, as as Mida calls <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, this is a really surprising reference to encounter in a pop song in 2020. Yeah. It's Antonio Carlos Jobim's "The Girl from Ipanema." Olha que coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça. Ela menina que vem que passa. Has yeah. the girl from Infinite, which I guess I'm like, I, when I first heard this, I think I was tricked because of the sort of cheesy synth sounds. Totally, that yeah. sound like a video game or yeah. something. They've also changed the chord progression a little bit, uh, retained the melody. Yeah, this is a deep cut from <laughs> Bad Bunny here. And I'm excited to hear the song and kind of unpack more of the musical meaning. Why don't we see how he contextualizes the girl from Ipanema in this track by going right to the chorus, which of course is at the beginning of the song. I anticipate a trap beat coming in right here. I love that. This is so fun. (laughs) And and for my edification, what is he? What's the translation of what he's singing here? The song translates to "Call Your Mom," and it's basically like I'm having such a tough time in this breakup, and you know, if I see your mom, I'm gonna say hello. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Which is neat because it's kind of like. Maybe if you're trying to reach out to someone's mom, like maybe this song is a good way to bridge between generations, right? You got a little bit of the the new, the Latin trap sound, the old girl from Ipanema. Yeah, so so let's let's crack open this this bossa nova sound, which I'm so thrilled to encounter here. Surprised and but thrilled. Like we said, this is a kind of iconic song composed by Jobim and originally performed by a guitarist and singer named Jao Gilberto, mm-hmm. along with the American tenor sax player Stan Getz, mm-hmm. and also featuring vocals from Gilberto's wife, Astrut. 
So this was like a real international, one of the first like international cross collaborations back in the early 1960s when this track dropped. And it like kind of took the world by storm <laughs> to the point where fast forward now and the bossa nova sound has become kind of ubiquitous and also kind of diluted. It's like huh. elevator music. So maybe uh, before we dig into this track, let's go back to the very beginning of like where Bossa Nova came from. Uh, and that comes from the streets of Brazil, from the carnival, from the percussion batteries that you would hear accompany dancers in the rhythm known as samba. Huh. It is so propulsive. That is so funky. I love it. Oh my God, we're just like dancing in the studio right now. But just isolate one of the rhythms there. You just hear like this da 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 highly syncopated, highly percussive. What Bossa Nova does is take that that like outdoor noisy samba rhythm and kind of mute it, turn it indoors, make it a little more introspective. But that propulsion and that funkiness is still there. You can hear it in the guitar part as soon as we hit play on Girl from Ipanema. It's so pretty. Oh, my God. I mean, this is just the most beautiful music ever. But still, like as, as music, which is, this is a little bit more like lean back. Yeah. Yet the guitar, which translates from the percussion. Uh-huh does provide forward motion like even though it's slow like mm-hmm. i want i want to keep it going da, yeah da, da, yeah and that's the that's kind of the brilliance of this this music is the, the guitar part is like very soothing but also kind of keeps you on your toes and this was literally bossa nova translates to new wave so this was like a new sound in brazil mm-hmm. in the late 1950s early 1960s the sound of a new generation a modern urban generation and mm-hmm. it had a lot of political resonance at the time and over the course of the 60s would morph into styles that were even more kind of outwardly political. But it had this, this daringness that maybe it's lost today because what happens to Bossa Nova is that it kind of filters out into uh, across the globe and eventually becomes like the mu- music, the music that you hear in waiting rooms, in elevators, while you're shopping at the grocery store. Dear shoppers, <laughs> we have a discount on aisle five yeah. on dried ham. <laughs> dried ham discount aisle five. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is just music like designed to just chill you out, right? It's still pretty cool. I dig it. Yeah, no, but yeah. it's not, it's lost some of that vitality and, and sense of wonder, I think. It definitely sounds like it's coming out of a loudspeaker. Okay, so fast forward now to Bad Bunny. It's like, I, I feel like when he uses this today... We, ha- we collapse all of those multiple resonances, <laughs> right? The noisy samba carnival, the new wave bossa nova from Zhao Gilberto, the elevator music that it becomes. <laughs> like we're, we're hearing a whole history of sound in just that little clip. Wow. Yeah. I love that. 
it makes me think of a fun little side note, which is that uh, Bad Bunny is actually a fairly political figure. This might be reaching a little bit, but not mm. only has he been a supporter of many causes, yeah. but uh, when Puerto Rico went through what was called Telegram Gate, mm. when the governor of the island had a bunch of uh, texts that went public and had a bunch of homophobic things right, in them, right, yeah. uh, spoke poorly of his political rivals and yeah. said that he was going to manipulate the media in them. Uh, Bad Bunny comes out with a track called Afilando Los Cachillos, mm-hmm. which I definitely said wrong, but definitely translates to sharpening the knives. People in Puerto Rico thought this was very exciting. He um, He's someone who, uh, as uh, actually... Maita told me, really mm-hmm. um, embraces his heritage, speaks very positively of Puerto Rico, and has a, a strong political following. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw him perform on Jimmy Fallon, and he wore a skirt and a T-shirt that commemorated a Puerto Rican trans activist who was mm-hmm. killed. And I was like, wow, this this guy is really bringing the heat here. I mean, he's not afraid to speak his mind. Yeah, I think so, that's part of what makes him so attractive to this young generation. Yeah. yeah, and an interesting wrinkle to his use of this bossa nova sample in this song. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I want to go deeper into this song because yeah. there's, a, there's a lot more here. One thing that immediately caught my ear was how, I guess you could feel like maybe the song is like reductive or simple because it has this elevator thing. It's like mm. kind of a sample. And then the chord progression... Oh yeah. yeah, I I clocked that. Yeah, what yeah. did you hear? It's one six four five. The ice cream changes. Fifties yeah. progression used in everything from Blue Moon. You saw me standing alone. To Rebecca Black's Friday. To DJ Khaled's I'm the one. It is the chord progression that will not die. Yeah. It is like, yeah, yeah the yeah. totemic pop progression. So he's actually altered the Girl from Impanima piece. Yes. To sort of sort of mold into this 50s sound. Yeah, and this sort of pop sensibility, I guess. Do you want to play that for us? Yeah, I'd love to. I thought you'd never ask. So here's the chord progression of the original Girl from Ipanema. And here's the chord progression used on the Bad Bunny track. would say that that was even generous uh you added <laughs> you add some nice embellishments the girl from i can't the, i can't help it yeah <laughs> the girl from ipanema has uh many more jazzy chords yes. uh, a lot of those extensions and, and fun things that add color his version more in the elevator music tradition really yes. sort of strips down those more jazzy sounds simplifies it makes it palatable and yet you know, this idea of sort of like translating calling your mom. It's yeah. like, well, maybe your mom like knows the one, six, four, five, nineteen fifties chord progression. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like 
yeah, this is a track meant to appeal to everyone. And if you wanted to do that, you go no further than that one, six, four, five chord progression. But I want to establish that this is not at all a reductive song. In fact, I think he's doing some incredibly creative things with how he actually structures his song. Mm. While the backing music is you know, somewhat predictable, yeah. right? Like we, we have that plus our trap beat. Yeah, and we kind of felt we knew when that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't dull the impact of it. What though. holds our interest uh-huh. is Bad Bunny himself. Mm. Now, even as uh, even as someone who doesn't actually know what he's singing, yeah. I have to go and look it up. Sure. I'm constantly cued into his voice. Yes. Because he has this sort of magical quality of never giving you the same thing twice. Hmm. If you think about the structure of this song, you could kind of slice and dice it any way you want. But the way that I hear it, rather than like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus kind of structure, the only way I could think of this was like an A, B, C, D, E, A. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was alphabet soup. One more time. (laughs) A, B, C, D, E, A. A, B, C, D, E, A. Yeah, okay, let me play this out for you. Yeah, yeah. So he opens the song with an A phrase. This is the, what I would sort of call, it's the hook. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the chorus material. Right. It's a nice hook. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but once this section is over, he moves into totally different vocal territory. Here's the B phrase. Hmm. Hmm. That was like kind of angelic. Yeah. And not something we've heard before. Just kind of a surprising new melody. I love yeah. how he holds that note up, even though it's auto-tuned. Like, it sounds kind of vulnerable. Totally. You know? And the, also the way he kind of, like, you can hear his aspiration. Like, I mean, by that I mean his breath. Like, mm. like this. It, mm. there's something very, yeah, vulnerable is a nice word. He's aspiring and aspiring. Mm. Aspiring mm. to find this ex-lover. Mm. Mm. Okay. okay. Then, easy. easy. Then he picks it up. Yeah. He moves into a C part, which is sort of this spoken, rapped kind of verse. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. A, B, C, I see. So every right. section gets a new letter because yep. every section presents a totally new melody. And yeah. And, 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 and not only, not only and, melody, yeah, yeah. it's like everything about the performance evolves. Yeah. He, at the end of that phrase, you can hear actually supporting him has these um, fireworks going yeah. off because things are about to get celebratory. We're <laughs> going to move into his D phrase. He's going to up the ante and speed up the rhythm. Mm. Yeah, right? okay. I see what you mean. It's like we've been accelerating and now we're just getting this like rapid fire machine gun bursts of rhythmic sound. Yeah. Cool. I don't even know how to describe the new vocal space that he goes into Mm. in what I think is a sort of E section. Okay. Yet new material. Yeah. 
are yet more mm. things that happen even after this. Yeah. So I think it might be like an A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like keeps on going on and on until he finally returns back to the mm. introductory material that he establishes. Another way of thinking about this is just like this song performed by anybody else. Like I feel like any one of his phrases, any one of those sections yeah. could be extracted and be a chorus in of itself that could be a repeating section. Mm. They're all so hooky that, like, anyone could have their own favorite moment that they want to sing from this. Yeah. I think that's wicked cool. Right. This song is, like, structured like a sandwich is what you're telling me. We have The A section is, like, one piece of bread. And then we get all these different ingredients. And every section is, like, a new ingredient. So you're never repeating one. Yeah. So it's just, like, you know, lettuce, cheese, tomato. Onion. Dried ham. Pickles. <laughs> from aisle five. And then eventually you get to the other slice of bread, which is the very end of the song, and he repeats the initial opening hook. Let's not debate about mayo. Yeah. Keep that to the that's, side. That's going to get way too contentious. Uh, that's that's cool. And a very, like you said, I mean, a very unusual kind of approach to song form, which tends to be, you know, you get like lettuce, <laughs> lettuce, <laughs> tomato, onion, Lettuce, Lettuce, tomato, tomato onion. onion. Yeah. <laughs> I, so what I what I what I really enjoy here is that we can we can hear on one level something which is immediately approachable, something that your mom's gonna like, mm-hmm. and yet you never want to turn this song off because you never know where it's gonna go. Yeah. Right. Across its two minutes and fifty seconds, it's just hook after hook after hook, and Bad Bunny has me totally convinced. Yeah. He's somebody for whom. Lots of other critics have said that his voice is sort of like a one-note thing. Mm-hmm. And yet I think this song proves that he has many notes that he can hit yeah. with, with a very recognizable vocal timbre. Right on. Cool. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from 26.2 Team Milk and their new docuseries, Running Sucks. Is running the worst? Yeah. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so freaking much. That you're a real runner now! I hate it. <laughs> I'm Abby Ayers, a 37-year-old mom from Utah who found herself running across the Manhattan Bridge in my first race ever. Running Sucks celebrates women who run and the running communities that carry them across the finish line. Running helped me in so many ways postpartum. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. For every person like you, I'm telling you you belong, and I'm telling you you can do it. I never thought the words would leave my mouth, but yes, I'm planning on running a marathon. (laughs) 
was like, who would have thought? Watch Running Sucks at runningsuckstheseries.com and learn more about how Team Milk is helping women runners across the country conquer their next course. Bad Bunny's new album is enormous. 20 songs long. I could not begin to be exhaustive about it or his repertoire or history. Those are all things people should go deeper into because they're really fabulous. There's yeah. a lot of fun music here. I really enjoyed preparing for this piece, getting to listen to his his entire uh, discography. Yeah. Did you check out some of his his eyewear too? That's <laughs> that's a nice, that's a really fun part about the Bad Bunny. I am uh, not a bespectacled iconography. Person, yeah, but as someone as looking he's at one got, right he's now, got some amazing those. spectacles. Doesn't anyway, he? as you were, please please continue. <laughs> yeah. What I do want to do with you, Nate, is I want to look at just three songs that stand out to me because I think that they take his Latin trap and reggaeton sort of sound into a new domain. Cool. The first song I enjoy is called Solia. And the whole thing here is great. But I actually want to go to the end of the song. Yeah. Whoa. Throughout this whole piece. Bad Bunny Bear. <laughs> Bad Bunny Bear. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, totally. This is a this is a vocoder sound. This is the which it was created quite a long time ago, but yeah. it's uh definitely associated with, with Bonnie Vare. Um and Imogene Heap. Imogen Heap, we hear it on a lot of Zed tracks as well. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of uh, EDM-inspired sounds on that particular song. That was cool, yeah. Uh, the reference that my ear immediately went to, it's one of my favorite songs of all time, Something About Us by Daft Punk. I might not be the right one It might not be the right time But there's something about us I've got to do In a similar sort of way, Bad Bunny's voice begins auto-tuned, becomes more robotic, and then just turns into this harmony of mm. vocodery alien bliss. Yeah. I mean, he's taken to a much higher level than Daft Punk. Oh, here. it's huge. Yeah. Like, it feels like you're surrounded by it. Yeah. It's cool. It's it's very disorienting in a very cool way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So some really interesting sound design choices and new ways of expanding on his vocal. Yeah, like So Leah, he has this other song. I have no idea how to say it. It okay. is the letter P, then the letter F K N, then the letter R. I think it might stand for something. Fushinkinary. That's exactly yeah. right. More important than the song title, P F K N R, is what's happening in music. Yeah, hey. Si no sabes de dónde soy, no me ronquen, no. Si no sabes de dónde soy, no me ronquen, si no sabes de dónde soy. So it opens with this really beautiful Latin-style guitar. Yeah. But it's definitely, like, pitched down, maybe slowed down, definitely transmuted. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I don't know how to put my finger on it. I like it. It's kind of like if I mean, uh, it doesn't even. It sounds like almost like a, a koto or something. Or oh, interesting. Yeah, 
This is the second time in a month that we've been stumped by a, a mystery on Harry yeah. Styles' album, I think. <laughs> that, that I think, a listener suggested that was a dulcimer. Huh. Uh, so once again, let's rely on listeners to yeah. inform us what we're hearing. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but this cool sound that I really enjoyed then yeah. gets overtaken by this really gnarly bass. It's really dark and menacing, that low, sludgy bass that's going on. Yeah. Right? Dude, this song is (laughs) P-fucking-R. Puerto Rico, PR. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just like with band names these days. You you get the name, you get no vowels, you get the, the yeah. ampersand. Well, no, I'm now no, that I'm totally looking right. at you misrepresent. <laughs> now that I'm looking at it, it's P space F K N space R. You're. I mean, that's that's absolutely clear. correct. Yeah. Nonetheless, the song still rules. Uh, it goes on and adds in this 808 kick drum thing yeah. that I. Just am enamored by. Yeah, it's deep. That's subterranean. Right? That is the nether regions, and I dig it. Yeah. You know what that makes me think of? It's, uh-huh. it's almost like a bass player like sliding around on the neck. Kind of yeah. sound, right? At the at the edges of audibility, too. Yeah, yeah. But here, what it is is actually someone taking the eight hundred eight drum machine, which usually sounds like just a kick, drawing it out so it has this really long release, and then introducing glide so that every time a note higher than it occurs, rather than going like one note, then the other, instead you get this just like deep moving sort of as you put out there like subterranean mm. bass that doesn't stick to any one pitch just gliding it's unbroken portamento portamento lure yeah in the french yeah gliding glissando cool uninterrupted yeah okay last one of the three that really stood out to me is Sapphira. For me, this is the sicko mode of Latin trap. So we got this intro with this like dubstepy trap horn feel that then moves into a reggaeton beat. It's kind of sludgy. Yeah, it's a little sludgy. Yeah, yeah, totally. The song literally devolves a minute in and becomes a synthy 80s dembo beat. <laughs> Then the song goes into this totally unfamiliar territory once again, and we get a really cool reference from the early aughts. Yeah, 
si Dios lo permite. Yeah, yeah. Hoy se bebe, hoy se gasta, hoy se fuma como un rata, si Dios lo permite. And the song devolves from there. Mm. Did you catch the reference? Dun, 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 dun. That thing? That little bangra? That's Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On. This by Timbaland. What's neat here is mm. you have this kind of like Indian bangra rhythm based track translated into a Latin trap world accompanied by these actually like major sounding almost like reggae like guitars happening in the background and some menacing truly menacing symphonic strings that to me sound like they're out of the movie Jaws like what is happening here? Well, this song, if if the first track was a sandwich, this one is like a stew. And just <laughs> everything mixed in together. Delicious. No, both both are delicious. Yeah. But, you know, slightly yeah. different. You know, I wouldn't want to end on um a monster of a song. Yeah. Now this is like this is an exciting monster. This is a monster movie I want to go see. Yeah. I want to I mean this this is a song to listen to again and again and again. Yeah. Maybe we should just take a note of his final song on the album. Another song that there's no proper way to pronounce because it is a sign uh, less than followed by the number three. Cool. So those look like a heart. Mm, right, right. Gracias. Gracias. Hey. Gracias a todo el que creyó en mí Desde el primer día, desde antes que saliera Con una compañía, desde antes que supieran Lo que ustedes ya sabían Ooh, yeah Pretty Gorgeous yeah. I mean, so this album has like every shade of of color and tone yeah. on it Yeah Yeah I can't, I'm, I'm about to go on a big road trip I'm gonna, I can't, I'm yeah. excited to spin this Yeah This has been really, you know, Bad Bunny is an artist that uh, I've wanted to know more about And so I'm glad that Maita and you have sort of made that happen in this episode. And I think it's a good moment for us to recognize that, you know, this the language of this material might be foreign to us, but the sounds here are not. And this is popular music. This is top 40 hits that we're listening oh, yeah. to right here. And we have an obligation to do our best to unpack it, bad Spanish and all. And I'm 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 thrilled to get to know the sounds of this this album better. Go check it out. It's awesome. Yeah. Switched on Pop is produced by me, Charlie Harding. And me, Nate Sloan. We've got a fabulous team. Our producers are Bridget Armstrong and Megan Lubin. We're engineered, mixed, and mastered by Brandon McFarlane. Illustrations by Iris Gottlieb. And social media by Abby Barr. Our executive producers are Nishat Kerwa and Liz Nelson. We're a part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter at Switched on Pop. Reach out, tell us what you've been listening to, what you want to hear about. We love talking to you on there. We'll be back in another week with a brand new episode about the most popular song in the world. Here's a hint. It starts like this. Happy. <laughs> it happens to be your least favorite song ever made. But it will be my birthday, so it's it's unavoidable. And until then, thanks, thanks for, for listening. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.